if this seems like a strange text for Advent, you're not alone. It comes from the very end of Jesus' life, from that last week in Jerusalem when he's trying to get his disciples ready for his own death, with he, which he and his disciples see coming. So why does the lectionary put it here at Advent, at the beginning of this year, as we wait for Christmas? But it does. Every year we have a similar text. We get ready for Christmas by talking about the end of the world. Why? Well, why not? Christmas sets in motion a whole series of events that begins when God becomes Emmanuel. God is with us, Jesus. God does not enter the world just to become Jesus, but to work for a new heaven and a new earth, a whole new way of living and relating. And Christmas sets the future in motion. So during this pregnant waiting time, we wait not just for birth, but for everything that that birth will bring. The angel has said you will call his name Emmanuel, for he will save his people from their sins. And preparing for that is what Jesus is talking about with his disciples this day. It's what he's talking about with us. So he begins by talking about crisis. Not the hyped-up crisis of the news media and the politicians that we see an awful lot of right now. You know what we hear, oh, there's, it's not that there's a, a caravan of desperate people, mainly women and children, but there's an invasion. Hello. I sometimes wonder if we don't get ourselves overheated about such things as a way to kind of insulate ourselves from the crises that go on in really too many places in the world. Can you imagine what it would be like to be living in Syria right now with its endless war? Or California, where the fires have burned away so many hopes? Or Britain, as Brexit changes the way of travel and doing business, no one's quite sure how it's going to work out? Or the Holy Land, where the enmity between Palestinians and Jews is just endless? They know that their world may very well change. And, you know, is your side going to come out on a better place? But it may very well find itself pushed even further back against the wall. What will the future bring? Well, we know too well that there are troubles out there. And sometimes we listen and sometimes we just tune them out, self-preservation. Neither way negates the power of our own pain. So when your own life falls apart... It doesn't matter whether it's from war or famine or economics or divorce or death or illness. The pain and the uncertainty are still there. It still hurts. It may not be the end of the world, but it sure feels like the end of your world. Jesus himself knows crisis. He sees it coming in his own nation. The peace that had held his nation together was coming apart at the seams. There were too many folk who just absolutely had it up to here with Roman rule. There was a restiveness that continually threatened to break out into violence. And the powder keg that is the Middle East is hardly a new thing. Much of it was there also in the first century. And of course, what would happen when the violence came? The Romans were pretty ruthless about such things. 
There would be no happy ending in such a case, and there wasn't. History tells us that. The nation was destroyed. Jerusalem was absolutely leveled. Someone said you could drive a plow across it. And the temple was just a pile of broken stones. And then there, of course, is a far more personal crisis for Jesus. He has made too many enemies, powerful enemies, enemies who are quite capable of doing away with the folk who impose him. And Jesus knows. He knows what's going to happen. And he knows that this will not be an ordinary death. It's one that's going to shake apart the very order of the world. Sin and death will be defeated. And a whole new world is going to be born. So the crisis is for him, but it's also for the world. And Jesus wants his disciples to understand that. He wants them to know that they can face the future with confidence. It doesn't matter what it looks like. And he says, you know, just as the way leaves that appear in the spring are a promise that summer's on the way, all the trouble that comes is a sign that something new is being born. And he says, don't run away and hide. Stand up. Raise up your heads. God is at work here. Be ready. Be ready for whatever God brings you. One of the treats of the Christmas season in New York is the service of lessons and carols at St. Thomas Episcopal Church in New York City on Fifth Avenue. And it's a huge Gothic stone pile. And it's packed, absolutely packed. Nearly a thousand people are packed in there waiting. St. Thomas is famous for its boys' choir, eight to ten-year-old boys whose voices have not yet changed. After the organ and the prelude, there's a silence, a deep, expectant silence, because the service is going to begin with one boy soprano in a clear, lovely voice singing, Once in Royal David City. And that lovely sound just echoes through this whole waiting church. Now what I'm told is that none of the boys know who's going to sing the solo. Every one of them is prepared. But nobody knows who's going to sing. And so the service is about to begin, and they're seeing all these little boys in their red tunics, their white surpluses, and they have little frilly white collars that they wear. And everybody's fixed, absolutely, on the choir master. He gets out his pitchfork, pitch tone, thank you, pitch pipe, (laughs) blows the tune and points you. And the kid breaks out into this beautiful soprano solo. Well, things like that don't just happen. They happen because those little boys all go to school at St. Thomas Choir School there in the church. And every day, in addition to math and spelling and all the other standard things of education, they have music lessons. And every day they sing and they practice and they learn. And when the time comes and the finger points, they're ready. So in Advent, we wait and we pray and we learn and we prepare. And when the time comes, we're not thrown by the crises of the world. We're ready. We've prepared ourselves for the fact that such things do happen. And they can even happen to us. But we also know that such things are not the final word. 
because the final word belongs to God. So we sing the song of faith. Prepare yourself. That is your task this Advent season.